Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Joe Yule. Thanks for listening to the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Podcast. Here's what's happening today, Tuesday, the 27th of October. Last night, we heard how Casey Honeyball, the lead author of a new NASA study about water on the moon, found molecules of H2O on the sunlit surface. But what does that actually mean? So first off, it's important to clarify, the water found was in molecular form, just like in 2008 when scientists discovered that ice deposits existed in the deep freeze of lunar polar craters. But this time, it was found by NASA using an infrared telescope on a jet flying over Nevada. Researchers spotted a distinctive spectral wavelength emitted by water molecules that predicts water is locked inside grains of lunar grit, just like liquid in a thermos bottle. So what this means for lunar exploration is pretty massive, as Paul Hain, assistant professor in the Laboratory of Atmospheric and Space Physics at University of Colorado Boulder, explains. Important implications for future exploration, both in terms of the scientific analysis of the water and trying to understand where it came from, and also for exploration purposes for making rocket fuel and also uh, drinking water for the astronauts. Now, as we storm into the final few months of 2020, some are excited about the year drawing to an end, but there is still plenty of space action left to come that may round things off with a bang. So we can keep track of all the action. A calendar has been launched from website CNET that will log the incoming total eclipse in December, SpaceX constantly launching Falcon 9 rockets full of Starlink satellites, and NASA's most up-to-date missions, so we don't miss a single thing. You can also sync it to your own Google Calendar. For more details on that one, head to the CNET website. Staying spacey and the Orionid meteor shower officially hit their peak last week on Tuesday night and Wednesday morning, but we're told they're still worth getting up early for this week. Forecasts from the American Meteor Society say you should still be able to see at least a handful of meteors or more per hour. The Orionids are considered a major meteor shower based on the amount of visible meteors that can be seen racing towards inevitable doom during its active period, which runs roughly from the first week of October to the first week of November. Now, if you are enjoying this Tech and Science Daily podcast, do hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Scientists say a new study has found antibody levels fall quite rapidly after coronavirus infection, meaning vaccines against COVID-19 could still be effective. Imperial College London are behind the findings that involved more than 365,000 people randomly selected who tested themselves at home to see if they had antibodies against COVID-19 using a finger prick test. Over this period, the proportion of people who tested positive for COVID-19 antibodies declined by 26.5%, suggesting antibodies reduced in the weeks or months after a person is infected. The Washington State Department of Agriculture reports it has destroyed the first ever nest the size of a basketball of Asian murder hornets. More than 100 beasts were found at the weekend nicknamed for their practice of killing large numbers of bees. Wearing thick protective suits, the nest elimination crew vacuumed the hornets from the tree into large canisters. The tree where the nest was found will be cut down to destroy any newborn hornets and to see if any of the hornet queens have left the hive. Staying with nature and humans are not the only ones social distancing. It's been found wild vampire bats do exactly the same when they get sick, thereby slowing the spread of disease. Scientists had previously seen this behaviour in lab conditions, but wanted to find out if it occurred in the wild. For the research, some 31 adult female vampire bats were studied from a hollow tree in Belize. Mobile phone providers in Britain will be banned from selling devices locked to their networks from this December in the hope of saving people's time, money and effort. Regulator Ofcom says the process of unlocking a phone is too complicated and put customers off switching providers when their contract ends. Some phone companies have already stopped locking their phones, while other network providers say locking their devices helps to cut theft and fraud. Next. Facebook hopes to tempt users who enjoyed the mobile titles such as Farmville and a new cloud-based instant gaming platform inside the social network. The company wants to avoid sending users to a standalone service like Google's Stadia and keep clicks inside the site via a gaming tab, its website and Android app. The initial lineup includes PGA, Tour Golf Shootout, Solitaire and Asphalt 9 Legends. And finally... It's the question running through our minds all day at work and especially during our workouts. What's for dinner tonight? But the pain could be taken away with a brand new digital tablecloth which makes the decisions for you. Nowadays, fabric is a big part of many things in our lives, such as clothing, furniture. In this project, we explore how to make fabric aware of its context of use, especially for what object it is in contact with. Researchers in the US have developed a cloth interwoven with electrodes that can be connected to a household smart speaker. The sensors detect electrical changes when objects of different shapes and densities are placed on them, which inventors say can be used for recipe ideas. Useful alerts are also sent to the speaker if the owner leaves their wallet or keys on the table. And for teenagers who leave their dirty plate before sulking off back to their screen, there's a warning for that as well. 
You're up to date. Tech and Science Daily is back tomorrow at one o'clock. Subscribe and make sure you don't miss out. And come back at four o'clock for the Leader Podcast, where we will bring you the latest news, interviews and analysis from the Evening Standards newsroom. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm